episode 23. 23. Wow, I feel like... Fresh cup of coffee in hand there, Nicole. Is that that what you... There we go. Always. This takes me back to like when I first moved back and I had like those really creepy cups that were going on with like the animals on them and stuff. But now I just have like my actual stuff. Oh, yes. Um, yes. I can't wait for one of these days when we both having coffee at the same time. Because like I'm winding down now, you getting up. <laughs> Maybe it's for the Eventually. better. <laughs> Maybe that's Eventually. too much caffeine. Too much caffeine for one conversation. <laughs> Probably, but I will say, like, I am just like, I am so tired. I know I like I like look tired, and for whatever reason, like, we just went on. I don't know if you well, you probably know. We went back to San Diego Mm -hmm. um, from Idaho and we decided to do a road trip because we have our two little dogs. And, Mm -hmm. you know, usually we stop in Utah on the way to see friends and we like split up the trip and it's about 16 hours and it's about like, yeah, so it's a long, (laughs) it's a long trip. Um, And like, I'm not going to lie to you, Josh, like going and being back in california after like permanently moving to idaho Mm -hmm. i'm just so glad i don't live there anymore like i like the weather is literally the only thing it has going for it Mm. Mm. (laughs) um that's like amazing and like it was great seeing people and stuff like that but like we like get into california and immediately you can tell the difference with how people are driving Mm. like people are cutting you off everyone's like in a rush trying to like get somewhere or be somewhere there's someone who knows mm-hmm. um and so it just like if you go into just like a grocery market or like a, a shopping center for example like you'll witness probably four to five crashes that are maybe happening or almost happening in there um and it's just like for the first time i was like ooh, like i'm a little bit anxious driving mm. you know like i just we have a a big truck so I'm never really scared (laughs) like and people don't usually mess with you if you have a big truck um you know but it was just like wild like right getting there I'm like I want to go home like in Idaho like we don't have traffic like we don't have people cutting people off like people aren't in a rush people just like want to like do life and like they Mm -hmm. get there when they get there and I just love that so much. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like I take that for granted. So when I went there, Taylor and I, the first thing was like, oh my God, it's going to take us how long to get somewhere? You know what I mean? Like, we're like, yeah, yeah. wait a second, traffic's like a thing still. Yeah. But um, with all that, you know, we saw family, which was great. Um, You know, anytime, I don't know, like, I feel like I was stressed the first time during my entire pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Like, ever (laughs) um just like we stayed with family which is always stressful like Mm -hmm. and I just I don't know it was just a lot and I remember we were talking about like hey like let things roll off of you and like Mm -hmm. for the most part they did but I do still think that maybe because I'm pregnant maybe I'm like more sensitive or something Mm -hmm. um what's what's, anyways like is there like I mean obviously not going into too much detail or goes to go into as much as you like but what was specifically stressful for you about it was being around like literally like live like being with family like mm. we should have gotten like an airbnb or a hotel mm. when we were in san diego because it's just like 
it's just too much. Like yeah. we were staying in a house with my mom, my sister, and my brother, and Taylor and I and the dogs. And that's just like that's just too much. Like yeah. and like thinking back, I'm like, okay, we should have like gotten like a hotel or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes you just need like, especially when you're pregnant, you just need like that buffer or like mm-hmm. that space of having like your zone. Yeah. <laughs> so um but anyways so like basically like we got back two days ago and I have not like first of all my allergies came back when we came back Mm -hmm. so like I went from like not having any allergies when we were in California and like breathing normal and like usually I wake up here and I have to like blow my nose like 20 times and like I don't know I just feel like I have like sinus pressure and so the last two nights I just have not slept. Like I can't get in a comfortable position. Like I can't sleep on my back anymore because it like cuts off my oxygen. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like trying to like get in these positions and like, I don't know. So I'm just like as thankful as I am to be home. I am so tired right now. Mm, Like I'm like a zombie. Yeah. It's probably, it's probably like the big, it's so related to like the environments you're in and stuff and how it affects your sinuses and stuff i i mean i'm not pregnant but for the first time since being back in south africa and Joburg, like it's super dusty here and it's if you urban it's like it's very dry it's like a dry heat and it's like 90 degrees here and it's not even summer yet like it's not even full summer yet <laughs> but like my nose from like all the travel like it's the first time where i've had to wake up and blow my nose constantly yeah. i haven't had this before it's so it's it's very interesting I, I don't know if it's the travels that i've been doing or if it's the or what it is change, change of environment it must be like a mixture of all of those things that have just affected my body and it's a shitty it's a, it's a shitty feeling uh, i know exactly what you mean it's, it affects your sleep like breathing i mean that that's your breathe that's how you breathe you know your breathing affects yeah. everything. so if you if you're not breathing properly it it makes everything just so much worse oh yeah, yeah. and like i just i don't know like i was just really bummed i think when i came back because i was like oh i love it here and then i was like oh my god i'm allergic to idaho like I'm allergic I'm literally allergic like as soon as I get here I'm like dying but um but it's all good like you know like yesterday like so I don't know about you but like um so we got home like Sunday night right and you know we've we've eaten good like we've eaten well Mm. um and we've tried to like stay away from certain things right like and of course like you know there's tacos and you know cake and stuff like that at our um, baby shower, mm. <laughs> like party that we had and stuff. But for the most part, like if I am able to hit that amount of protein, those things mm. don't affect me that mm. much, you know, like if I do have some here or there um, mm. in those settings. But um, like I literally was like, OK, we're back Sunday. I'm like, OK, Monday, like I'm going to get after it. Like, I don't care if I don't sleep. I just I want this week to be like getting back to my normal routine. Cause if you're mm-hmm. gone for two weeks and you're just like on vacation, I don't know if you ever feel this way when you're gone, like traveling for a while, it like throws you off, Yeah, you know, like um, maybe like you won't do your weightlifting routine if there's not a CrossFit center there that's nearby mm-hmm. to what you're doing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like for me, like I didn't really weightlift. I didn't wanna spend my time in the gym because <laughs> no. I was like, oh my God, the weather, yeah. it's not a hundred degrees. It's so beautiful, you know? <laughs> 
So I would go on like so many walks and stuff like that. And we would swim when we were in Palm Springs. But um, so I kind of took like, I think, I guess two weeks, there was two workouts that were weightlifting in there, but I kind of took it off, you know, yeah. from weightlifting at least and just walking and being outside and golfing and all of that and pickleball. Mm. Um, but now I'm just like this week, like I'm getting after it. Like it's October. Let's yeah. freaking go. I'm in yeah. like countdown mode. Um, and you, so I got to make count. Yeah. Do, do you think that I was just a quick question on the, 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 the being about the sea. Do you think the sea, the sea air, like makes you breathe better? I just to go back to that. What do you think it is that makes Idaho? Um, like so here's, yeah. So here's the thing. So there's a lot of known allergens that really mess with people in certain areas. So, mm. um, I know for a fact, like, so for example, my dad's from Southern California, never had bad allergies and for college he moved to arizona mm -hmm. he went to u of a mm -hmm. and it just like destroyed his sinuses and oh, that's wow. like desert desert like very dry a lot of dust like you were saying um mm. probably similar to that of south africa like it's mm. very you know like zion national park yeah in utah yeah. like it's kind of like that area of like utah and arizona that's like very dusty and like it's just it's desert right like it's it's a hot it's a dry heat mm -hmm. so like he got destroyed by that then there's people that move from california like me who moved to idaho and there's like a bunch of rivers and stuff here not that there's not any in california but there's certain trees called cottonwood trees oh, yeah, yeah, um yeah. that basically just like their pollens everywhere mm -hmm. um and so like people that have never been around that like me <laughs> mm -hmm. are like what is happening so i think there's a lot of more like just stuff in the air but i don't know if it has to do with the sea mm -hmm. um, i mean literally putting my feet in the sand sitting on the sand and touching the sand was like orgasmic you know like it was just like <laughs> yeah that's really weird for me because i've never not lived by a sea yeah you know so i don't know maybe there's some healing properties or something that helps push the air out or something like mm. I don't yeah, know and like but I think there might be something yeah um no no that's a good point so I was just wondering I and I, I do remember you talking about the cotton seed trees and maybe it just takes a while for you to get for you to adjust again like it just it's not so much a case of like oh let's go find the next I don't know thing to help but maybe it's like okay my body's just gone through a bit of a stressful event being back home yeah now i can just get back into routine it's going to take a while but we get back onto it and we get back yeah. into it yeah i will say josh like you travel a lot like after this road trip that we just did taylor and i like look at each other and we're like <laughs> dude like i am not going anywhere like far for a very you. long time I, I and i'm like you. well what do you mean <laughs> i'm like because you have like a wedding in may and he's like honestly he's like I will stay in May with the babies and the dogs at home while you fly to go back to San Diego for that wedding in May. Okay. He's like, I'm, I'm over it. Like that's, that's how still, bad it is. That's still that, like, a while. Like that's, that's a long way away. And <laughs> no, so, I know, but he's like, so serious. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm also serious. Like, mm, okay. I also, mm. um, okay. Speaking of like remedies, I guess, for countering, how do you counter an 18 hour drive or 16 hour drive? Yeah. I literally got home um, Sunday as well, which is why I'm so surprised I decided to do like 
a gnarly squat workout Monday morning, I like definitely pulled my left ass cheek oh, on no. this road trip, like for sure. And so I scheduled a, a massage um, for like yesterday afternoon, a prenatal massage, mind Ooh. you. Sounds and fancy. basically I was just, yeah, like I was just on my side the whole time, like while she was doing the massage and it felt amazing. Um, and I was like, oh God. So like now massage is coming back for me where like, I'm going to do it once every three weeks and get mm. a massage. Mm. I have never felt felt like she's like your back is like really bad and I'm like well what do you mean bad and she's like it's like just like you're from your shoulder to like your ass is just like knots and I'm like that makes sense you know like I are carrying used to like get massages all the time as well like you've got this yeah that's what she said the front. <laughs> yeah that's what she said and she said she was just like yeah just be careful like she's like the second person to warn me about deadlifting um when you're pregnant because what happens is like you don't have ab muscles like your ab muscles are not working like they normally do mm, so by default your back takes the like hmm. like all of it and i know like deadlifts are mostly like your back and your core and your legs right mm -hmm. but like i was just really like she's like the second person to warn me like don't do an all out deadlift like in your third trimester because your back is just in overdrive and you'll like throw your back out. And I'm like thinking to myself, I'm like, will I? That, will I? Yeah, that actually, I, I, I kind of, as soon as you said, as soon as you were saying, no, don't do deadlifts, I was like, no, f like the first thought in my mind was like, what the fuck is this lady saying? Like, fuck that. It's one of the best things. No, she's saying, but then she's but saying then, I can do them, but yeah, not yeah. all out. No, but, but <laughs> the, now that you mentioned that, that makes sense to me. Like your a deadlift is as much of a core exercise as a back exercise because you have to brace your core. And if you yeah. don't, that's when shit happens. So that when that makes complete sense to me. Like you have to go probably very light um, when you're pregnant and make it probably more of a um, it's more of more of a, a Russian deadlift or Romanian. Yeah. Sorry, Romanian deadlift, not a Russian yeah. deadlift where you using more hamstring as opposed mm -hmm. to back, I would imagine that's a better progression as opposed to a full on deadlift where you like yeah. hitting the ground and bring it up and you know, it's very controlled. Oh yeah. And I'll just use like our 40, like we have a standard, uh, mm. like 45, you know, like just the barbell, mm, mm, mm. like I'll just use the barbell. I'm like, you yeah. know what? That's pretty much like good enough. Cause I'm doing other exercises, other squats, like, mm -hmm. you know, uh, dumbbell swings and like whatever. So mm. It's fine, but I was just laughing because I'm like, oh, like I actually should be careful because mm. I don't want to throw out my back. No. But um, I was talking to a girl who is a CrossFitter like you, and she literally told me because I posted something the other day about like, you know, a lot of people are allergic to working out when you're pregnant. If you do tell people you work out, they're like, should you be doing that? Yeah. Like, oh, like I that's like the last thing I would do. There's just like a reaction, like a knee jerk reaction to mm. it. And you're like, no, actually it's great for the baby. It's great for you. It's going to do all these things, right? Like improve your ability to have a, a vaginal birth, um, recovery time, like, you know, also mm. so not get gestational diabetes, like all of those things. Right. So working out, whether you're doing walks or weightlifting helps, um, in a lot of ways more than what I just named, but, um, 
a friend responded to my story and she's like, oh yeah, like I'm a CrossFitter. Like she goes, literally my birth was three hours. She goes, I was like weightlifting up until the baby was born. And she goes, my birth was three hours. <laughs> um, and she said that she only pushed for 30 minutes. And I was like, wow. holy moly. And I was actually reading this book from one of the, like this. It's like a spiritual midwifery. Yeah. There's this gal, Ina Gaskin May. And she's kind of just like the U.S. like the like midwife expert, if you will. Um, and she was saying, she goes, squats 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 mm. squats all day squats all day. <laughs> literally like she's saying like build up if you can to 300 squats a day mm. like in your pregnancy like start out and then every day do more and more and more they're like the mm. squats are going to help you so much yeah and, I would imagine and, that position yeah. that you that you put yourself in is like that's the position that you anything that <laughs> it, anything that exits your body whether it's a baby or otherwise is yeah. is like facilitated by that positioning you know yeah. especially a deep squat like you want you don't just want to squat yeah i would imagine you want to like literally squat like where your your ass is like almost touching the ground almost sort of touching thing. the floor yeah. Yeah, yeah i have my slant board um and that thing oh my god josh like <laughs> i don't even know like i do my knees over toes yeah. therapy you know like day like uh, twice a week i i incorporate it but like yes using that slant board for squats i'm like like it just it it's insane like it yeah. makes them so much more intense and like you know like i'll do the goblet squats you know like the romanian deadlifts mm -hmm. different like so many different types of squats like the ones too where like you uh go down and then you hold it and go up a little bit and down mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. so like mm -hmm. the ones where the it's like you're ones. holding a squat yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like um, and, so there's so many variations. Yeah. 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 There's so many variations of them. So I think that helps a lot. But I mean, when that girl said like three hours and wow. 30 minutes of pushing, because on average, it's 12 hours, like on average. And I think that's being pretty like hopeful Yeah. Um, that it's 12 hours. But I was like, yeah, Damn. like I am not letting up. Like I'm not letting up. I'm not letting two weeks of not doing weightlifting throw me off, you know, mm. cause that can happen. Mm. Um, and I'm just like, I'm in it. Like I'm, I'm going hard. Yeah. You want that. I mean, it, that's the thing. Like it, it makes so much sense. Like you, you, you need muscle to actually make it easier. Like, because mm -hmm. if you don't have muscle, your body, how are you supposed to like how's your body supposed to contract if your muscles don't even don't ever contract if you're just sitting at a desk all day and you don't do anything and you're like obese your muscles don't work so how how do you expect this baby to just fling out of you uh, that's that's a good point i mean i'd never thought about it like that but it's it's a workout it's a 12 hour workout it basically. is yeah it's we call it a marathon so yeah. i'm calling it a trip mm. um like mm. a almost like a psychedelic trip because yeah, yeah. just like hormones come into play like <laughs> oxytocin is kind of running yeah. through which is like the pleasure uh hormone and then you have some adrenaline like mm. it's just going to be a trip like that's kind of how I look at it but it's also like it's a marathon like mm. I'm basically training for the marathon of my life mm. you know like the marathon of life is giving birth yep. <laughs> and yep. like 
in order to prepare for that, you got to eat well. Um, so Taylor and I are actually being like pretty strict carnivore, mm-hmm. um, going into like this last two months because I wanted to make sure that like, I want to up my protein probably like two, uh, twice as much, like maybe like a hundred and 160 grams a day. Cause right now it's like between 80 and hundred. Okay. Um, and right. so like, you know, like last night, uh, by the way, halloumi air fried is like the oh, best thing so good. in the world it's like so good. in so the good. world stuff's like crack cocaine honestly like oh we actually bought I'm we like... actually also got some what? My really myself got some the other day and i just said like i can only buy one packet because it's honestly like you need to it's <laughs> yeah. like crack it's it's so ridiculously it good <laughs> so what we do is we put the lemon on it Mm-hmm. and then we dip like i eat it like a cheese stick and i yeah. dip it in greek yogurt and i eat it uh-huh. and for taylor like it's really good too if because he likes honey and i you know me i don't like honey mm-hmm. if he mixes a little honey with his greek yogurt and then dips it in Ooh. it's like the sweetness with the salty um gosh and the citrus from the lemon just makes it like amazing but i'm not into the honey as you know so that's fine yeah. but like yeah. honestly i was like I was like, I wish halloumi was like less expensive because yeah. <laughs> I would probably buy that. Like I would eat that every day if I could right now. Um, yeah, that's amazing. And then we had like ground beef and onions. Mm. So we're trying to just like reel it back and like keep things like super simple. Mm-hmm. Um, just, you know, like it's just your, it, this is the home stretch. This is yeah. where like everything really matters. This is where you shouldn't let up. And maybe I sound like super intense to some people and <laughs> whatever but i'm just going in with that you're having a baby you're having a fucking baby and like it's gonna get harder like i can't Mm. breathe now (laughs) like Mm. imagine me in like you know like three weeks from now it's gonna be like a little bit more Mm. (laughs) like it's gonna be a little bit more intense like going up the stairs now i don't know if i told you this but like i'll get on like a conference call and i'll be like oh let me get water i'll go down and get water come back up for like a meeting for work yeah and i'm like hi guys Um, (laughs) but it's just like it's not that i'm fat or out of shape it's literally just like the pregnancy and like all the blood vessels working really hard yeah so yeah i'm like a monster like (laughs) i'm I'm just uh, picturing that yeah so so you reached have you reached the stage where you're like walking like a proper pregnant lady now is that have you reached that stage is that no my god no i wear heels um to our baby shower and I stood the whole time like I literally stood the whole time it was like three hours um I was walking around talking to people you know like and all that and I wore heels like they weren't super Mm. high heels or anything like that but they were like zero support like Mm. Mm. you know what I mean like very thin (laughs) like (laughs) like sandals with a heel like thing Mm -hmm. and one of my friends uh bless her she was like so you're probably like after the baby shower, she's like, so you're probably really tired, huh? And I'm like, what? I was like, no. Uh, she's like, you were standing a lot. And I was like, no, like I'm going out to dinner. Like nice. I'm like getting stuff going, like yeah. I'm going for a walk. Awesome. Um, yeah. So it's, yeah, not yet, but I'll send you a video once I do. Yeah. Well, on like related uh, to, I suppose, pregnancy, not really kind of. <laughs> But this lady says to me um, the other day, I'm in CrossFit, and she says, 
So, so I've obviously moved back to South Africa. Um, I'm doing some coaching now, CrossFit coaching, actually. I love it. So I've started doing that, which is, which is like, which is a challenge. It's a welcome challenge for me because I, like I was saying to somebody today, I'm, I've been so used to being a trainee for so long where yeah, the whole idea of CrossFit is for me, was I'd be working in the day, I'd rock up. I wouldn't really care about not really care about, but I wouldn't really pay much attention to everything around me. I'll do the workout done, go leave home. Now it's like completely different. Now it's like, okay, who are the people that are in the class? What are their names? What's the movement? What are we doing? You have to care. Yeah. I know it sounds, it it sounds so narcissistic. It really does, but it's good. Yeah. It's good for me. You have to be aware of everything. That's what it is. It's a completely different hat and I, and I'm not used to wearing it, but it's been good. Um, so I was chatting to this lady the other day, obviously we, we conversing and she's, yeah, she's quite a flamboyant lady. She's like, oh, so you, you, she, she knew about my Instagram page. Cause my, the CrossFit, we work closely together with the CrossFit and the nutrition and stuff. She's like, oh, so you just don't like people that don't eat meat. And I'm like, no, I'm like, but I didn't really have a reaction. I, I was like, kind of like, I kind of want to, I like to he- like hear the reasoning behind people. So I was like, Oh no, no, not at all. I'm like, I, you must do what you, you, you want. She's like, Oh, well, because you know, when I cut out red meats, I stop bloating. So like, this is where I'm going with the whole pregnancy bloating, like same thing, kind of not really. But at first there there is, there is this like impression. So I want to hear from your perspective, but this is what I said. She was like, Oh, when I stop eating meats, I don't bloat. Or sorry, she said, when I eat meat, I bloat. So I said to her, how do you know it's the meat? And she's like, oh, no, when I cut it out, I feel fine. But then I said to her, okay, but have you ever had just meat? She's like, no. So I mean, how do you know it's the meat? Yeah. So that's the first thing I say is like, before you assume that it's the, the meat, um, what, I will, what, I, what I will say, meat is by its very nature harder to digest. So you will feel, if you eat meat in conjunction with, vegetables especially vegetables high fiber food you will feel uncomfortably full because it's all this protein and all this fiber competing for each other in your gut and you protein is going to win all day every day but the fiber also needs to make its way through your your system because it doesn't fiber physically does not get digest people need to understand that like literally just goes through you that's what it's yeah yeah so but meats is harder to digest. So in the beginning, you will feel a bit of uncomfortableness, but you definitely won't bloat. You won't like feel like your stomach's like, you know, like you're pregnant basically. But I want to hear your perspective on this because it came from a woman. So, and it, it, it it's mainly women who tell me this, like they say, oh, I bloat when oh, yeah. I eat meat, you know? That's what I, I I've talked to women who do CrossFit and they're like, I can only eat lean meat. Yeah. Um, because like, you know, I just only, they like follow like paleo, but they only do lean meat. Um, so there's two things is that for like a standard person, right. Coming up to you randomly or just a random person. Um, most of the time, like, what are you eating with that red meat is what I always ask because probably nine times out of 10, you're not a strict carnivore who's decided to take a journey of just meat. And you're telling me that you're bloating because of that. Um, when we know from our own experience and from others, especially like my sister, for example, um, who went hardcore carnivore, it was like 
night and day difference with bloating. And like, she felt like she lost 10 pounds. <laughs> like, I mean, she did, she yeah. lost a lot of weight, but um, like in the beginning, like it was like after meals being like, oh wow, like my stomach is not bloated. Like mm. it's, so there is like the formula is just the meat, right? Like mm. to not get bloating, like what you're talking about, if you're eating it with fiber, if you're eating it with carbs, like meat has to be so low um, in order to do its thing. Mm. so to speak mm. uh and like exactly. not cause bloating and all that so that's the first thing like what you asked like what do you what were you eating it with were you just eating meat i doubt it because you're probably not a carnivore mm-hmm. um and i don't know what this lady looked like but you probably like this maybe is you can probably tell if someone's just eating meat um mm. it's like very specific mm-hmm. like i mean if you saw like a paul saladino <laughs> You'd be like, okay, I believe you're pretty much carnivore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. there's or like Sean Baker, right? Um, but it's really hard to tell for yeah. other people too because everyone's body is different. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would ask that, and you know, I do tell people like, here's the thing: like, I don't try to force anyone to do anything. So if someone's telling me that red meat hurts their stomach, I'm kind of like. It's not like someone's coming to me being like, hey, like I want to start incorporating red meat into my diet. Like I want to get those nutrients. I know they're important. How should I do this? Because I do feel like I have a history of red meat kind of upsetting my stomach or being too heavy. Mm -hmm. So if someone comes to me with the latter, then like I'm totally on board to help. But if someone's telling me like, oh, I wish I could eat red meat, but it fucks up my stomach and like it causes me to bloat or something, I'm kind of like, you're a lost cause. Like not really. But like, there's not really that open line of communication for us to kind of have a conversation about this. Yeah, it's there's more no, just telling me yeah, red meat sucks. There's no <laughs> like, oh, oh, that's interesting. Like, maybe I should try that. Like, we change that, my life. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Like, it's so blame. It's sometimes, and I'm not saying this specific person is like this, but like, it's so easy to just assume that that what you what you think is the problem is not actually the problem, but you have to try, you know, you have to try it in, yeah, you have to try. I mean, that's as, as even, you don't even have to go full carnival, but just cut out like the veggies. I could tell people like veggies are the biggest scam. Like if you want to eat a bit of carbs, then do a Paul Saladino type thing, go for the fruit. Uh, Cause that's going to be easier to digest in the long term. Yeah. But, but like vegetables are just so, like pointless like it's just fibrous pieces of stuff that need sauce they need olive oil they need butter to be eaten they're not very nice on their own so yeah uh, i think people need to just like kind of let go of that narrative that you know vegetables the answer especially if they're not eating organic vegetables if you're eating vegetables Mm. that are covered in glyphosate like in pesticides that are not organic yeah um, and even with organic, you can't even guarantee, but it's like, how do you know it's the meat? Like, you know, like, uh, and also if you do deprive yourself of red meat for years, like, yes, you're going to have to ease into things, right? Definitely. If you're reintroducing red meat to your diet, yeah. um, like you're not going to be like, oh, I'm going to do what Nicole does and eat two like 10 ounce ribeyes for breakfast and dinner. Like, I mean, I did <laughs> do that essentially, <laughs> like when I started carnivore and all of my stomach and GI issues went away which was, as I told you, like, that was my main reason why 
Um, I searched because I was in the fetal position every night, taking Tums every night, like wondering what the hell was going on with my stomach, like having appointments to kind of check what was going on. Um, so that's like why I actually turned to literally like, you remember me, like in the beginning, I was so strict mm. and I was like two ribeyes a day, period. Or like two, you know, two red meat cuts a day, like 10 ounces usually. Mm. So like, that's pretty, I mean, now looking back at it, like- and all my stomach issues went away. So it's really hard for me to be like, oh yeah, red meat is like what's doing it to you. Yeah. Like maybe cut out the vegetables. But I will say like, I don't really mind people eating vegetables. Hmm. I just think that like, if you have bloating issues, if you have IBS, if you have gut issues, um, my first instinct would probably be to up your protein and mm. reduce your vegetable intake. Mm. Because like you said, it's just fiber. Like fiber is gonna make your stomach you know, like blow, it's going to make you feel gassy. It's going to just do all those things. Yeah. Um, so that probably be like limiting carbs and vegetables would probably be like my first thing um, before looking at something that ancestral, like mm. we've eaten red meat since the beginning of time. Mm. <laughs> like it's not, Karen, it's not, it's not the red meat. Like yeah. it's not, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, no, that, but, that, yeah. that, that's, that's a good, a, a good, reminder and it does take time like you, you need to ease into it if, you, if you're not like yeah I, I i mean to be honest i eat like a savage sometimes i just eat an insane amount of food but the scary mm -hmm. thing is like i was saying i it, it's the only i don't know any other like quote-unquote diet where i can eat the way i do and not put on weight like i'm eating yeah. more than i ever have but i'm also training harder but still like it's I've reached a I've reached a very comfortable point now where I'm just eating as much as I physically can because it just helps me train better but I'm not putting on weight like it's just not yeah. allowing me it's the protein that I'm eating is just not allowing my blood sugar to to go any higher than it can it, it's like the perfect damper really on on everything yeah and also like we're not really eating for like reasons other than like hey, I want to feel good. And my body thrives off mostly meat, mm. like mostly animal based products, right? Like, like, that's a good enough. Do you know what I mean? That's a good yeah. enough reason to do it in and of itself. Like, yeah. hey, like, I eat this way. I eat mostly meat because it makes me feel my best. Mm -hmm. When I don't eat this way. And when I eat the other things, this is when I'm like, oh, God, <laughs> you know, like, I'm in pain, my stomach's in pain, I have to like, take something for my stomach or you know, so I think like, I don't know, for people like that are very like questionable about this, it's like, hey, like I just eat to feel good. Mm -hmm. You know, like this is what makes me feel my best. So I'm going with that. And how, yeah, and how are you performing? Like uh, a yeah. good measure is like how are you, that's why I do like something like CrossFit or any sort of exercise regime because it's so measurable. Like you, I know I'm doing better because I'm performing better. Yeah. And, and I kind of want to be the example, like just going back to the CrossFit and where I'm involved now being a coach and stuff like that. I, I don't, I'm definitely not a preacher anymore. Like I'm just going and people can see that I'm doing well physically. Like I, I yeah. not, this is not too like, brag but people have said to me like you you're looking 
fit and you're doing well. So I want that to speak for itself. And 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 it's and I want to say so then when people do come, it's like your your body is like your business card. Like your body and your performance is your business card in many sense. And as much as we don't like to admit, but we do look at somebody's appearance. And we do say, okay, you are either you not eating great or you are eating great. It's pretty simple, actually. Like you said, you can see if somebody's eating mostly meat. You you can see it. Well, you <laughs> want to know something funny to go even further for that being yeah. pregnant? People will be like, oh, you look amazing pregnant. And it's like, oh, it must be your genetics. Yeah. And it's like, no, bitch, no. I try hard. Like, yeah. I am working out constantly. I'm avoiding toxins, like I'm eating really well, like, no, like this is not an accident why no. I look good for being this pregnant. You know what I mean? No. So no. it's always funny though. It's like, it's yeah. like you, <laughs> like you, you, you like want to say, oh, it's not that she's put in the work. Mm. These are her genetics. Yeah. Right. When it's like, oh no, no, no. Like, and I think you said it, Josh, you're like, no, like you work hard to like have the body you have, right. Pregnant or not mm -hmm. you know it's not just like oh it's my genes you know like mm -hmm. whatever it's like mm -hmm. no anyone can get fat you know people just because yeah, you have good genes doesn't so, mean yeah you know <laughs> they it's so easy like so many people will say that like i there's something so easy about saying oh no it's hereditary somebody said it to me the other day and i'm like like if you knew what i look like if you just go back and look what i look like yes i was the antithesis of somebody who was fit and active. I sat at home, I got home from school after doing nothing yeah. at school, learning nothing. I sat at home, I played video games, I watched porn, I ate like shit. I literally did nothing. Like I, I, I couldn't squat, I couldn't run, I couldn't do anything. And somebody looks at me now, they're like, Oh, no, it's just genetics, you, you just got a good build, you you you, you built like a crossfitter. I'm like, No, Bro. This, this body has been in the making for a long time now. Um, and yes, I've gone through up and downs. But I've put in the, the work consistently. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with genes. Because if, if I kept on going the way I was going, it, it was just bad. It, you it just, wouldn't survive. No. Like you'd be, I don't even know where you'd be at what this would be point. Yeah. But that's the thing. So like the people that say that, and like, I don't think it comes from like a, you know, oh, yeah. a, an ill place or no. like an ill, you know what I mean? Like someone, but they are like, it's almost like a little sting to us because mm. you're like, dude, like we work so mm. hard to make sure like everything you know, like we're doing everything within our power to ensure that we're living our best life and feeling our best. So when someone has that little thing like, oh, yeah. So, for example, both of my parents have like six packs, right? Mm -hmm. Like both of my parents are 60 plus and like they look amazing for being 60 plus, right? So it's easy for someone to say that knows my parents to be like, oh, it's genetics. And I'm like, well, my parents also work really hard. <laughs> you know, like my parents go to the gym every day they're super active like even my grandma was playing tennis up until she was 90 like mm. three times a week so i'm like no like maybe you know their genetics i th think someone was talking about this a gene specialist they were saying it plays like less than two percent yeah. yeah um I, I like in actually how you are yeah yeah but it's just yeah. kind of like to us it's like the people that say that maybe maybe and this is just an assumption 
Um, they're saying that because they're too lazy to accept the fact that if they did put in the work, if they did take the time to do whatever they do, that they could also, you know, have what we have and have and, and feel good, you know, mm. have an amazing pregnancy, ha feel good, you know, look good, mm. um, you know, be the best version of yourself. So I feel like a lot of people jump to saying genetics and yeah. like, oh, that could never happen to me because people don't want to do the work. No, people want the simple, easy road, you know. I, I was going to say the same thing. It's as simple as that. Like, and you might only reap the benefits like a couple of years later, but when you lay the foundations, like, I firmly believe that the foundations, especially for like a meat-based diet and stuff for me, obviously I was like very strict during COVID. It was actually a blessing. Yeah. But that sort of laid these fun this foundation and that created an identity for me, which is the most important foundation because it's so hard to change who you are once you've, once you've identified with the person that you are. So once that's in place, I'm a, like, I'm, it's like not even like I've mentioned many times before, you want to get to the place where your default reaction, it's like not even a question to me when I'm going out, I'm more than likely going to get a steak. I'm going to yeah. get a low sugar alcohol or drink. It's like just so I just know where to go now. And, and people, I, I, I understand people don't know where to go in the beginning. It's so overwhelming, but yeah. that's why it's so important to lay the foundation. And there are, there is that, period where you're going to feel very uncomfortable you're not going to be able to socialize properly um you're going to get ostracized a bit from your friends and your family and you need to accept that like you actually need to be like okay this is going to happen i need to accept that because not everyone's going to like be oh wow you eating only meat that's amazing like i've i've listened to joe rogan yeah no they're going to be like like what the fuck? Like that's you're gonna die from a heart attack. Yeah, then. like that's the first reaction. Like, 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 what what happens down there? Like, would you go? To, how often do you go to the toilet? Like, the, I mean, the people, the reactions people get is crazy. Um, but which is why, like, again, it's not only a. There's so much more to it. Like you, yeah. Yes, diet is one facet, but like you said, your training in and of itself has just has been just as important as your diet these days for for your pregnancy do you know it's yeah yeah you bring up a good point and i've talked to other carnivore people about this but like you when you go down a path and it really clears up brain fog it clears up ailments and it clears up things where like you can just live a normal life and not have to feel bad after you eat something there's part of you that just opens up this like almost like this portal to like a spiritual awakening mm -hmm. in a way and like yeah I'm gonna get deep and I'm gonna go there but like <laughs> mentally you're kind of just finally finding this peace mm -hmm. especially if you come from our backgrounds or you've had some negative relationships with food um and kind of like not being enough you know not thinking you're enough um and stuff like that but it really helps you to be like oh, you know what, like, what I'd love to do with my free time right now is get a kick ass workout in, because I feel so good. And I want to get endorphins going like, what a weird way to think, like, mm -hmm. I feel amazing right now, you know, what would make it even more amazing if I like killed myself in the gym, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> so there's just like weird things like that. But 
I don't know, like I always say, and I've talked to my sister about this, like there was definitely like a mental, spiritual hmm. thing that opened up that I didn't know was there where like you can truly find yourself, you know, like and those habits that you're talking about, like the one, the habits that you keep for like the rest of your life, like those are so important. And those are going to be the difference. And, you know, like maybe when you can stop playing tennis one day or, you know, like when you're like, oh, I can keep up with my kids, you know, because I'm super active and I'm in shape and, you know, like I'm not huffing and puffing, chasing them down. I can do outdoor activities with them. So there's there's habits that we need to just continue. And I did want to bring something up. I remember us, Josh, being so pure. And I've had conversations with people about this, like just so pure. And I feel like I don't know if it was around like the same time, both of us were just kind of like, you know what? It's summer. I'll have some fruit if I want to, or I'll have <laughs> berries if I want yeah. to, Greek yogurt. Yeah. But like, I remember thinking about, uh, and I'm going to bring up carnivore Aurelius. Yes. Yes. I remember thinking about how like, we were like, he won't show his face. <laughs> right. And like yeah. how that was like a, just a hot, not a hot topic, but just, you know, whatever. Mm. But now I just appreciate him, I think, so much more because mm. like his message and overall, like, I don't care if he never shows his face mm. because I mm. still think that the message he's sending and what he's putting out mm. there is so beneficial and so many people are seeing it. Yeah. And I just appreciate that so much. I but it's so funny looking agree. back. No, I completely agree. And I've said to a lot of people like, and and even when I wasn't like, it, it was a more of a reflection of my own insecurity. So like yeah. I wasn't secure with my eating habits. So I wanted to project that out onto other people. And I'm, and I, and I've done that many times before. And, and I'm like, I admit that that's an, that was an insecurity in myself. And I've let a lot of that go now, like, especially yeah, recently, same. like, I, like something small, like even with my mom, who's the 64 year old, like literally mostly carnivore, she looks amazing for her age. Everyone can't believe how old she is. Her arthritis is completely gone. I still, I have this inclination every night and I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck, mom? You're going to have dark chocolate? Like, what is wrong with you? Like, put that away or like, yeah. but that's my mind. And and I used to act on yeah. that. I used to, be, I used to always be, I used to be like, maybe you shouldn't have cream in your coffee, you know, maybe. And I would always have something to say, but back to carnivore Aurelius, like that was an, in, that was a reflection of my own insecurity and not letting go and not appreciating her journey. She was a vegetarian for 30 years. She smoked a box of cigarettes a day. Yeah. And now she's like, w like the, the, tra the transformation is like paramount. And here I am, like, here I am just because I'm not comfortable eating that at that stage. Do I have to project that on her? No, I don't. I still think with regards to a lot of his messaging and like Paul Sardin, I still think there must be some context like with the f fruits and stuff, but I'll, I'll never let that go. I just still think there's a context. Right, that Paul and yeah, part of our like we already yeah. talked about that. Like they are yeah. in optimum and they can process that. Yes. But for someone new to the journey, it's like, yeah. Hey, you can you see his hand. Like I'm, I'm not trying to be funny, yeah. but like this is getting really weird now, but you can no, but I know exactly what you're going to say. You're, you know hand. that he works out. He works out, but he, he's been a skinny dude his whole entire life. So his main objective now is to put on weight. And the only way I could, I 
think you can do that unless you're a freak like Sean Baker who can just eat steak. I can't. I'm like uh, Taylor in that regard. Your your lovely husband. I can't eat that amount of steak as much as I've tried. As much fat I I reach a I limit, know. and then the only way I can get my calories in is through fruits or yogurts or things like that. So you, other meat-based products. Yeah, 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 and and but you're absolutely right. We we have we we have come a long way, and I think it I think it was a product of fear, and I think it was the time that we were in. I think it was COVID, and we just started our podcast. And I just moved to Netherlands and I was still on this journey and a lot's changed, but it's good. I, I love the change. I really yeah. do. But it, it's nice like, to know. Yeah. Carry. Oh, I was just going to say, like, I think there's little wins too, like mm. with people and like, we're not here to be like, hey, if you're not on carnivore, you suck. Right. <laughs> like we're not trying to do that because everyone's yeah. different and you'll figure it out. People figure it out. Maybe you never figure it out. I don't know. Mm. I don't really care not to be rude, but it's your own, <laughs> it's your own thing you're dealing with. Yeah. Um, but like for me, like little wins and like you're talking about with your mom, like the fact that your mom is no longer vegetarian, eating meat, eating more clean, feeling and looking amazing is like a huge win. Yeah. Like for me too, like I kind of, I had two people very close to me that I got off birth control, mm. like because of what my messaging and like everything mm. I kept saying, they're like, dude, I'm I'm getting my IUD taken out. But you I'm did it. Like the pill. point is, you did like, it. Like, you but that's what I'm saying. Like, if this, yeah. if this can, if if maybe you're not going carnivore, but you're now like, hey, like I don't drink tap water anymore, mm. <laughs> or like you know what, I got off birth control and I feel amazing because of it. Like I finally feel like myself, which is what yeah. happened to me. Yeah. But um, like those are like little wins as well you know yeah. and i always ask taylor always asked me he's like what is the end game with like doing the podcast with josh and everything because like <laughs> i don't like i don't like partnering with like brands and i feel like there's a lot of bullshit and all yeah. that and um i'm like i don't really know like i just <laughs> i just kind of was like if it's up to like the you know three people that are like hey like thanks for sharing information about this. This helped me get off birth control and I've never felt better mm. Then awesome. Mm. Like, you know, like that's enough for me. Like, I don't really care. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't care about yeah. other stuff. It's more just like, I wish I knew the stuff that we're talking about. I wish I knew, you mm. know, like earlier. And I think a lot of people are scared to talk about it. So um, that's what's in it for me, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's amazing. And like again I was reflecting on my journey and equally yours because you went keto so many people have just gone straight from the standard American diet to carnivore yeah like experienced this transcend transcendent experience exactly like psychedelics like people do that like they have this experience they touch God and they now are <laughs> that's a bit Sorry, it's a fly <laughs> they touch god and they now have this power that they want to impart onto people but that wasn't the case with me and remembering that has helped me now to appreciate that some people may need to just the first protocol is changing their breakfast okay eating eggs whatever you eat from that point on i don't give a fuck just change your breakfast then from there who knows you start instead of eating KFC, you eat vegetables. If that helps you eat meat, cool. Then you decide, hang on, you know, vegetables are actually a little bit weird. Let me just try actually cutting down on them and eat more food. Then you're like, oh, this is actually working. 
but then you find out your own journey you know you find your own process through that all but that comes through experimentation and you know exploration so i agree yeah yeah fully agree if there is okay question for you so if there's three things that you can recommend I mean, I know it's so hard to pinpoint the three things. I mean, probably one for me would just, just for like going to anyone, not saying like go carnivore or anything. Mm -hmm. I think the first thing I'd recommend to anyone is getting at least a minimum of 80 grams of protein a day in their diet. Mm -hmm. Like that would be like, oh, animal-based protein in their diet. Yeah. Do you have like a second one behind that? Well, I would say it's linked to that, but for somebody who's a bit less quantifiable like i know you like numbers and you like tracking and stuff but for somebody who's maybe more aligned with my sort of style of eating it links to the 80 grams of carb like i said change your breakfast like the first thing that goes into your mouth in the day is going to determine the rest of it everything and i've experimented with this traveling europe now and stuff like just getting, and, and that links to the 80 grams, because if you eat a big breakfast with like a couple of eggs, bacon, if you want yeah. chicken, chicken, if you want beef, beef, whatever you want, but that just ensures that you've like, you just had this like little nugget of protein in your day, mm-hmm. That that's gonna change everything for you, but that links strongly to the first thing. So um, maybe protein yeah. with every meal. So make sure yeah. you're eating oh, majority protein yeah. with every meal versus yeah. quantifying it with 80 grams because. But some people will need that. My yeah. point, I don't want to dismiss yeah. that because there are people that want to know, okay, how much protein must I eat? And they will track yeah. that and, and that's how they get started. They might not carry on doing that because. Yeah, we, yeah. but because they'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, but, but for somebody who's a little bit less chilled, somebody like me that just wants to know, okay, what the fuck do I need to do? Just tell me like generally what I need to do just so I can do it. And then I'll figure it out. That's, that's my first one. Second one, I'm thinking, what do what you, what's, what's happening in your brain? I'm thinking the cutting out processed food and seed oils. Mm, definitely. Yeah. I was thinking seed oils as well. Like, and I think those two go hand in yeah. hand as well. Those yeah. two are like just meshed together because seed oils are preservatives and they are just, the, the more I think about them, the more I get sick. Like, I don't like the thought of seed oils. They just freak me no, out. No, I <laughs> literally, I had a, I had wings that were cooked in like a vegetable oil for sure. And I oh, thought yes. they were maybe smoked and yeah. I could just taste it. And I was mm-hmm. like, nope, mm-hmm. nope. Um, I do want to say probably the third one, like this is my golden rule just for anyone who's following any diet, anything at all, mm-hmm. is stick to single ingredient foods. If you can stick to single ingredient foods, you will feel so much better, right? Mm-hmm. So that's eggs, cheese, milk, yeah, <laughs> like raw exactly. milk, but, yeah. you know, yeah. like uh, meat, uh, you know, and that maybe those are like vegetables, right? Yeah. But, um, but that I don't know, you... those things are golden rules around eating, right? Yeah. And and I'll add one extra one, um, like sort of as you wrap up. Numero four. Is... It's, it's one that I carried a long time ago with me, but like, that's how I got started is like, chew, chew your food properly. Like I can't, you can't underestimate the power of eating properly. Like your digestive system starts with the, the way you eat. And if you can eat it with people you love, like being around family and 
is so important. It, it literally, there's, your, your, there's studies, like your digestive system is resting and digesting. When you're eating alone in front of a TV, on Instagram, not chewing for 30 bites at a time, your body doesn't know, it's not registering what's going in. It's not, it's not sending signals to your body as to how full you are, how much more do you need. So that's just like an addition for, I just think it's so underrated. Yeah. I think it's, and I forget about it all the time. I have to keep reminding myself, even when I'm eating big juicy steaks, it's still not ideal to sit there in front of the TV or Instagram eating steaks. It's not like you want to eat them in a good state, you know? Oh yeah, for sure. I think it's just like the mental, like if you're eating alone and you're feeling sad or whatever, like. Mm text someone like go over and have dinner with someone be like hey want to come over and i'll cook steaks for you mm. and us like yeah i don't know i i totally feel that it's definitely like a different experience and like if you're watching tv while you're eating if you're mm. you know just zoning out like food is so good like like you know? listen to your body like if you are alone which is what i've experienced for the past like two years living in netherlands like yeah. just put your phone away and make sure that that's a time where you you eating and you, you you actually like feeling your food like going into your stomach and you you feeling every single bite because like ancestrally speaking i would imagine i'm not an anthropologist and i don't know too much about this but you're not no <laughs> <laughs> but but like food was so precious like that was yeah. every if you think about it food there is a reason you think of food constantly. It's not because you're addicted. It's because it is actually the most fundamental thing that is driving everything. Without it, you wouldn't be here. So it's so precious if you squander it with, if you squander it by ignoring the 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 importance of it, then you, you're probably not gonna get the full range of benefits from eating well. You know. Yeah. So I would say, okay, so just to recap our four, and this is just around diet, not even going into saunaing and, yes, you yes. know, the sun and all that, but just so there's four things around diet. It would be eat protein with every meal. Mm -hmm. If you can get 80 grams a day, great. That should be a minimum if you need yeah. to track. Um, the second thing that we discussed is, is cutting out seed oils, mm -hmm. right? Um, third thing is kind of goes hand in hand hand is just single ingredient foods mm -hmm. um and then the fourth thing being like enjoy the process of eating mm -hmm. like you know respect the i guess the sacredness of mm -hmm. having a meal mm -hmm. and enjoying it and respecting it and uh it's kind of like a pain the pain respects to Definitely. what you're eating and like Definitely. just going through the process like yeah. appreciating it right yeah I fully agree. I don't think enough Instagram people do that, to be honest. It's it's become such a thing to want to, I don't know, like... Turn on the TV and just yeah. ignore everything. So, yeah. yeah, but but that was phenomenal. Yeah, that's a good summary. I'm so glad. But, yeah, I think uh, this was a good episode and, you know... Josh and I were trying to get back here more regularly, but, uh, you know, now that I'm not traveling for months, <laughs> yes. Yes, I should be, uh, you're I should in be South calming. Africa. <laughs> I should be calming yeah. down. I'm going, I will say that I am going on a boat cruise, uh, in, oh, amazing. in one and a half weeks time, which will be, should be my last bit of like travel 
I'm actually going on the biggest cruise ship in the world. It's called the Wonder of the Seas in the Mediterranean. Um, oh, that's going to yeah, be so, so I was going to ask where. Okay. <laughs> so um, it's this like incentive trip that uh, my mother's company uh, gets each year and she's fortunate enough to take oh, that's me along amazing. with. So, Please um, like report back to me though. Like cruise people are so interesting. Like yeah. people that are on cruises, like I just want to know like, <laughs> like what the deal is. I've never yes. been on a cruise because I'm terrified. Um, but yeah, I just like report back. I'd love right. to hear about that and like the different people you see and yes. what's available on the cruise there's gonna be such good food but I hope so. um I hope so like um, i'm thinking like shrimp cocktails a lot of fish because it's yeah. mediterranean maybe i don't know yeah but i am very excited to actually when i am back get back into a routine you know i'm sure things will be a lot more regular yeah. and yeah see where this goes yeah. Yes. Well, awesome. I'm so excited for you. And now you're Thank training. You. And again, everyone, everyone listening, like people change so much, you know, like you can be so hardcore something one day and wake up and be like, you know what? No, it's okay. But like you're changing and you're growing. If you're growing, normal. like that is literally all that matters, right? That, exactly. That's so grow. normal. Yeah. It's so it's yeah. so normal. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not normal to not transform every single animal in the animal kingdom every single organism goes through a stage stages and you got to appreciate every stage don't be embarrassed yes. I'll, I'll leave you don't be embarrassed with the person you were because that was necessary for building um there's a lot like of people, you needed that phase yeah, yeah a lot of people want to run away from the person they were like i was a yeah. carnivore like I only ate meats and I didn't. I looked quite, down on people not eating meat. Yeah, <laughs> and I didn't go to any friends' houses and I didn't want to go out. Like that's okay because your healing required that at that time. Yes. But now it requires something different and it requires you to be a, a new person. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, awesome. Cool. Well, uh, bye everyone. Remember to like, comment, subscribe. Nice. Um, let us know if there's anything you want us to talk about. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Cool.